4: Right,
0: everyone, welcome back to Bat Force Radio, a Batman slash DC podcast with no limits, and I think tonight we have the most important episode yet of the show, going almost 80 episodes, we worked with everyone in the industry, from writers, artists, um, actors, and the big movies, you name it. but tonight is... The most special episode, in my opinion. Uh, I got Arkham Asylum LPC from New Jersey. What's up, everybody? I got Grandpa Batman, a.k.a. Hank Hill from Texas. (laughs) (laughs) I got The Grumpler from New York. Oh, cheers. I got Legends of Legal Batman from California.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I got Robin Crus up in Canada.
5: Uh, (sighs) Batman, created by Bob Kane. Since 1939, every comic, graphic novel, magazine, movie, animated episode... Lunchbox, collector card, underoos anything containing or featuring Batman, which allowed enough space for a credit line, has awarded sole creatorship to Bob Payne. In 2016, due largely to the efforts of Mark Tyler Nobleman with his book Build the Boy Wonder and his hashtag GiveFingerAHand campaign, as well as the absolutely essential efforts and involvement of tonight's guest. That finally changed as the real mastermind of the hero, his defining characteristics, and original supporting characters, Bill Finger was finally awarded the credit and recognition that he unfortunately didn't live to see, as his name was finally added to the opening credits of Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, as well as Fox's Gotham TV series, followed by finally appearing in the comics that continue from what he began 77 years prior. This week's special guest is featured in the Hulu documentary, Batman and Bill, and can easily be called royalty as the direct descendant of the Bat King himself, Bill Finger. Tonight's guest is Athena Finger. Thank you so much for being here, Athena. We It means... Uh, more than uh, you might uh, understand to all of us.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. I, I love speaking with the fans and telling Bell you know, Bill's story and talking about, you know, storylines and whatever the fans want to talk about. So, mm. ask away. What do you <laughs> want to know? <laughs> well, well, for for starters, how
0: are you? How's everything? How's life going? Uh, like, it's just how, how, you know, being that everything's spiraling out of control now with with DC and. Um, you know, Batman expanded even more as usual and whatnot. And, and now, you know, generation after next generation know about your grandfather. After watching the documentary, we feel your brave commitment to this, it went through and he finally got credited. I'd imagine it must be a huge weight off your shoulders at this point to some extent. So, like, how um, how, how is it now these days?
1: Well, I mean, life continues on. Um, yeah. Definitely, it was a huge thing that was... Um, you know following me around so resolution always helps (laughs) (laughs) to get those you know huge burdens that you know that need to be taken care of um you know lifted so um things have been good i you know like i said life goes on i still teach um i have a little more free time to do things like create art and you know comics and talk to people like yourself and um You know, I'm trying to get the con circuit going a little more and keep going, keep telling, keep talking.
0: Oh, that's awesome! Uh, So, so you have plans in the future for doing a lot more uh, conventions? Is that what it is?
1: I am slowly building that up for the rest of the year. Um, I'm doing some local stuff in Florida right now. I've had a couple invites for some other stuff, but with scheduling conflicts. You know, it, it's hard to fit it all in. Yeah. Plus, I have a regular job and I have a family. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I try to do as much as I can, but I'm only one person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: well, that's now, uh, being, a, being a mother of a young son, uh, is, is he naturally a fan of comics or of Batman? Uh, how does he uh, how does he take all this?
1: Um. Well... I mean, unfortunately, you know, the fans do not like to hear that we are not big comic book readers. Um, Mm. It's recently he started to read the The Walking Dead series. Mm. Um, But, you know, we he likes the movies. He really liked the 60s movie when he was a little, little one and. You know he's gotten to go to the premieres and get to meet people, and so I mean he gets a, a little taste of it. But I try to keep his life pretty normal.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's been a it's been a big couple of weeks recently. Um, the the documentary came out, the film came out on Hulu. We've been promoting it like crazy, watching over and over again. Um, and uh, well, personally, I think. I felt like it was really well done. It's just so important because it has access to so many people. Because from here on out, from this point out, generation after generation of fans, because there will be countless of, <laughs> will will know the truth. Will know that your grandfather, in reality, created this world and whatnot. Um, right. I guess, well, how do you feel about how it came out, the film on oh, Hulu?
1: I thought the film was done wonderfully. Mm. Um, it definitely showed the process of all of Mark's research to find every little piece of information that we could possibly find,
0: <laughs> yeah, so which much. was
1: not a lot. Um, <laughs> so much work, and though. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he was... 100 percent dedicated to um telling bill's story and is continually telling his story mm-hmm. which is amazing i mean growing up i didn't really have anyone really rallying for my grandfather and yeah. really pushing for him to get credit other than people close in the family mm-hmm. but even that was really hush hush because we you know, you get tired once you get tired. You know. <laughs> oh, it's like <laughs> no. it's like wrestling no. a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just... like you know you keep hitting a wall, and mm. so you get so you just you eventually stop talking about it.
4: Yeah.
1: Unfortunately, I know that I stopped talking about it for a long time. So, mm. but I mean. It, Again, so many things went into getting the resolution. It was timing. It was the group of people. uh, The 75th anniversary being a huge Mm. deal, you know, because nobody expected these characters to last this long. You know, with all of that momentum, I think it really was time. And I think everybody involved kind of got that. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that's Mm. not so you know user-friendly let's put it that yeah. way oh i can, uh, <laughs> I can imagine <laughs> to, to have to be able to get the correct resolution mm-hmm. so it was uh, quite a journey
0: yeah i um being that you mentioned the 75th anniversary um me and my friend uh cult batman we were at the uh batman 75th anniversary panel in new york city where uh, mark was and kevin uh kevin smith and uh Kevin Conroy and a couple others on the panel, and you were there. I was at that one. I know, yes, because I was. it was so exciting because I think Mark was talking and then started to talk about Bill Finger and, and the efforts being put in, and then he was like, and his granddaughter is actually the heir to Batman, and then you stood up and, like, the, I remember the auditorium just went nuts and just started crying, and it was such a... Yeah, it
1: was it was <laughs> very overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: but but it, it was such a, a joyous moment because when we see you... You know, you're the closest connection to to Bill in it, and when when you're happy, everybody's happy because it's right. It's of that course. important, and I fully
1: know? understand that. Um, I, and again, I I do feel a real connection with the fans because I know I am the closest thing that I there is to Bill. Um, I just wish there was more that I could offer as far as like actually knowing who he was, since I never met him or got to really get to hear more of the story since. You know, my father passed when I was younger and yeah. my grandmother passed and mm. so it was, there really wasn't anybody left to keep those stories fresh yeah, which is too bad
4: but, but you're I mean still, I, I've you're learned a lot. Legacy.
1: yeah yeah no and that's and I fully understand that so that's why you're I, like royalty pretty much yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: you, you, you really are though I mean it's it sounds crazy <laughs> yeah. but it's true and, no
1: but and I understand the magnitude of that I mean I had friends in high school that Like, you don't seem to understand. And I'm like, well, yeah, I kind of understand. I I understand way more now because I've actually been able to meet people and see the fans and hear their stories. And they're so passionate. And, um, you know, they were very welcoming of me coming into the scene, not being part of that culture. Um, it, It was, it's been amazing. That, that, you know, it really has. And you said you're you're an, an artist, or you delve in the arts as well? Uh, yes, I went to art school for a little while in high school and a little bit in college, and then you know, life gets in the way. Oh. Um, so I wasn't doing so much painting. I did some photography mm. up until my twenties. You know, I did a little creative stuff here and there, but recently I've been um, doing a lot more painting and drawing being a little more creative in my life <laughs> <laughs>
0: no that's cool i only asked because that uh, you could see how like the the creativity flows down you know the bloodline and whatnot so that's really cool. oh
1: yes and my father was an artist too i mean he was a painter oh, yeah, in his yeah. younger years and then he went on to um food as his medium and was a self-taught chef and you know he really Was one of the forefounders of you know that big movement in the 80s with the very elegant looking food where you actually make the food a piece of art and it looks very beautiful, it's not just tasting good, but it also looks amazing, really beautiful. Oh, wow! It's uh, um, so. Uh, he was an amazing artist in the, his outright, also. Um, so yeah, it does carry on <laughs> through the uh, the bloodline, which is nice. Yeah. And I try to do what I can. Again, I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. yeah, <laughs> you know, kids, job, life. You yeah. know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can. It's it's good that you keep it all balanced, though. That's that's the best way I think to live a healthy life in general
1: yeah you gotta stay kind of level-headed yeah when people are calling royalty it's very easy to get all wrapped (laughs) up in that yeah i am yeah super important but i mean i in a way i am but in a way you know what i'm just I'm just a simple math teacher, you know? Just have a conversation with me. <laughs> <laughs> math was my favorite subject. <laughs> um, yeah, awesome. Math rocks.
3: <laughs> okay, I can't walk down a store aisle, a convenience store, department store, bookstore, or anything without seeing something Batman related. Do you ever, I mean, I'm sure you have that same experience. Do you ever just look around and be like, Oh my gosh. It's almost like, like, I know you never met your grandfather, but in a way, does it feel like he's still around and you can have a relationship like that
1: in a way? interesting that you bring that up because before I started the process of getting this stuff resolved, it, it kind of, I mean, it's everywhere, so you can't avoid it. But it was also a constant reminder of mm-hmm. like, you need, you need mm-hmm. to deal with this. This, yeah. this is unresolved. Mm-hmm. You know, this is still still here
4: <laughs> yeah. right
1: um, so i mean it was for a long time it was very mixed i mean because i i love batman i mean i i love the animated series and i enjoy the films and you know i i really do enjoy him but i then at the same time i had this long time like oh my goodness there's this <laughs> big thing that still needs to be resolved. Yeah. So once it was resolved then it was more like, oh yeah, now it's everywhere and it's wonderful and it's great. You know
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right. It's like <laughs> the elephant in the room
3: that no one wants to talk about, yeah. but then once you've you've kind of, you know, exercised the demons yep. then it's not you know, then it doesn't haunt you in a way, I guess. I don't know how well,
6: well, the way you no, shadow the shadow I mean, of the bat it's,
1: hanging it's, over you. It's. it's Oh, I mean, resolution. Like I said, is a huge, Very therapeutic moment. Yeah. You know, mm. it's when it's finally done.
0: Yeah. Well. Well, you described it in the the film. I think as like a cloud over you. I think you mentioned a few. Times. It.
1: It was. It was like this dark cloud that just kind of was there all
0: the time. And yeah, you know. I can. It, I can imagine how tough that must be. But you know what? I, watching the documentary and especially how you you know you want how you guys took on Warner Brothers for what was right. I. And especially in the film, though, I, I think it's really courageous of, of what you did to really put yourself out there, you know, for all this. And it means a lot to a lot of people. I think it's I think it's inspiring. And I think it's important because uh, your grandfather cre- created the most prolific and lucrative and recognizable fictional character in history. I mean, yeah, it's, n- it's I not know. just it's... like um, a tire sale billboard or something. It's, you know, it's, it's mythology.
1: No, I mean, it is. <laughs> quite a phenomenon how he has become this world wide icon that mm. everybody admired. It doesn't matter where you go, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. you know, it's more likely that you're, they're going to know who Batman is versus some of the other characters that are just as, you know, important and popular as Batman.
5: A lot of those other characters I, I don't think happen if, if Batman didn't happen. Hmm.
0: Well, well, yeah, The character kept DC afloat for like ever. It's, it's, well, it's kind of true.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Man did keep them afloat, and I mean, not that he isn't keeping them afloat, but he is still their top billed character. Mm. Absolutely, they have coming oh, yeah. out of DC. Yeah. My
6: fr- my friend I think was... he's the top billed character in the industry. To be honest, he's paying a lot of mortgages. <laughs> that's for sure. Well, it was <laughs> yeah. It's
0: <laughs> funny because uh, our friend, uh, m- formerly known as Mesco, Mikey, he, um, he used to work for design um, toy companies, and he said that you, with Batman, you could you could walk up to a line that's waiting to see a Marvel movie, set up a table filled with Batman stuff, and it'll sell out before the movie starts. Like it was just just that kind of character. That's crazy. Yeah, but the thing, but the about your grandfather, because I I read a lot of your grandfather's stuff. The old, I go way back to the old stuff, the dense stuff, and okay, and he um. He was so damn brilliant because the stuff I read out of what he wrote back in the forties are still things that they use in, in modern story arcs and movies like, you know, The Dark Knight and um just and the nicknames he made for Batman and people like Dark Knight that Frank Miller used, that was your grandfather that created that name. Yeah, just,
1: he is the one that uh, came up with that nickname it, for him. This is like
0: seventy eight years ago. But they the stories still hold up and I yeah, he's just such a he was just such a smart man and I'm I'm really, I'm really glad that people are, by every day that passes, know his name. You know, it's- yeah. I
1: mean, well, again, that was also a big driving force to fight. Was you know, we knew that history wasn't right. Yeah, and history needed to be corrected. History is forever being corrected because stories get altered, or the mistruth was there from the beginning, even though the truth was known. Right. By large groups of people. <laughs> So, I mean, it was it was really, a, you know, a sense of duty, not just for Bill, but for history itself, for yeah. something that has been such a huge influence in our culture yeah. um, across yeah. the world, not just in the United States. Mm. So it, it was really, you know, something that had to be done.
4: Yeah.
1: It wasn't like, well, you know, we don't have to do this. No, this was like. We need to do something and we need to do it now because we're running out of time. And
5: yeah. Once and, the and clock the, and is the,
1: done, then we're done. We don't have a choice anymore. That's so. true.
5: And, and the, the way that social media is now, it's not something that if the desire was there on you know your end and the fans' end for, for this to be fixed, DC couldn't ignore it forever because the, the support became so much online. Yeah. Hashtag right. people posting every day. Thousands more people were were learning this and and speaking up, saying, "Yeah, that 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 needs to be fixed." Then, right. so the, there was no right. way they could have ignored it forever.
1: Exactly, and then that goes right back into what I was saying earlier about the timing with everything. I mean, when I was coming out of high school, the internet was still brand new, and it wasn't what it is now. You can't put in Bill Finger's name. In 1995 into google because it didn't exist (laughs) there was no wiki page for him um you know so no wiki needed yeah i mean so i mean things technology has made it a lot easier for the information to get out there widespread not that people didn't try to get the word out before with like fan-based magazines and and things like that Technology changed a lot of that So the timing had a huge role In, in a lot of it also
3: mm. But I, I I watched the documentary And one thing that you know They interviewed a lot of the Creators that were working back at that time And, and they knew the truth Do you yeah. ever wonder why Maybe they didn't They weren't more proactive to come forward And set the record straight
1: Well, Because they, they were probably afraid of being You know Exactly. having their job security yeah
0: planned. i mean yeah it's true it was a different world think back of then.
1: why was bill taken off of batman
0: mm, he was right. taken
1: off of batman because he wanted health insurance yeah they didn't want to provide health insurance so <laughs> they kind of just phased him out they didn't fire him they just phased him out Mm. They didn't treat people very nicely. Yeah. Again, it's a corporation; they want to make money. Yeah,
0: and and he sounded very passive as well. He, sounded, he
1: was he was an artist. He was not out there fighting for the masses. He was at his typewriter typing stories for people to enjoy and being completely consumed with his research to create these wonderful stories
4: yeah because um
0: i think it was neil adams i think um i think Kevin smith asked him about because i know neil helped like siegel and schuster out a lot and then right and and
1: he was a huge advocate for getting you know creators rights and getting their properties back to the creators and making sure that they get the proper credit and all Hmm. of that yeah. Um, yeah, he he definitely played a role in setting some foundation down since he did do that for Siegel and Schuster. Mm-hmm. Um, but was, again, he was yeah. a lot more active back in the... I think that was in the 70s, right? When he started yeah. advocating for them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, nobody was really talking about Bill in the 70s. Mm-hmm.
4: Um,
0: and Bill was like... He was a true artist, artist. I think instead of trying to... What he might have felt like wasting his time fighting, he just wanted to just... Write whatever the job might be, and just be involved with writing and whatnot. And, and
1: just... Well, that was his passion. Yeah, and he wrote for everyone and yeah. every medium. I mean, he wrote movies, he wrote TV, he wrote radio, he wrote short films for the mar, you know, the army. Mm. He still wrote comic books. He wrote for. T- I mean, he did it all. Whatever he could do, he did it.
5: Yeah. <laughs> so, I- some some artists will spend you know, fifty percent of their time creating their art, and the other fifty percent of their time. Promoting themselves and, you know, putting, putting their names out there. Yeah. 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 Bill was just 100% on that side. He just wanted to keep creating.
1: Yeah. Yes. And he did try to, you know, he did speak up for himself, but you know, once, once a lie has been in place for, you know, 25 plus years, it's kind of hard to be like, well, wait a second. And Mm. then people are questioning, well, why didn't you say something in the beginning?
4: Mm. You know, why didn't
1: you speak up then? Why didn't you fight for yourself for all this time? But again, you know, he was happy to have the work,
5: to yeah. have a job
1: doing what he loved doing. So, I mean, it's it's kind of a catch-22. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The poor man, he tried to just live his life and enjoy his life a little bit, yeah. you know. Yeah. And people took advantage of that, and that's what it came down to.
0: Mm. Yeah, back then. I, re- I remember in, the, in part of the film when he, he said that he was up in the, I think, the D.C. offices. And he was like, there I was, a kid, learning that you know i was writing all this stuff and kane was just cash, cashing the check or whatnot and basically
1: and, yes and,
0: and uh, it's funny because when when there's two ways to view this this film and it, one is um to be real advocate and really feel for the, the, the genius of of mr bill finger and the other half is to really shed light on on what bob king bob king actually did and, and a lot of people are saying you know well you know that the guy's passed and this and that and but the truth is the truth, and I mean, the guy was a prick, and he was a prick because we noticed because people who knew him... Because
1: he opened his mouth.
0: <laughs> you, you nailed it. I mean, countless people who I, I who I know personally and who were in the documentary and show that knew Kane, they all attest to it. He, he was that guy, you know? And uh, yeah. so it's kind of like the hero versus the villain. I feel like Bill is Batman like Car- Carmine Fatino said Bill is Batman and I guess that would make Kane and the Joker Bob's The Joker yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty <laughs> and, Oh no and, uh, He
1: wouldn't be He's only uh-huh. Two-Face cuz that's the only character oh,
4: that he really came oh, up that. with yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Nice, nice.
1: yes yeah.
2: <laughs> well played
4: <laughs> Don't
1: get me started <laughs> Not nice I'm not sure uh, uh,
0: Before we put the lid on that one I'm, I'm sure you, you've heard the Starenko story A million times right? Of
5: course <laughs> <laughs> That's one of our favorite stories to go over <laughs> I, was, I was hoping They were going to put it in the film Had, but I,
6: Athena, I... Has, the, has the Kane family Been in touch Or there's no is no, there? they've
1: been super quiet. I haven't heard anything from them yeah. at all. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you would think that they'd want to come out and celebrate the seventy fifth anniversary and like the movies and right. I, the um the last time that I saw Mrs. Khan was um, two thousand and eight for the Dark Knight premiere. She was there for mm. that one. And she was supposed to go to the one in two thousand and twelve, but she wasn't well. So that was about it. Like, there wasn't anybody there for the San Diego Comic Con celebration for the 75th anniversary. Mm-hmm. They weren't at any, they didn't do any interviews. They didn't release a press release, nothing. They were, they've been super quiet. Wow. Um, which is fine. I mean, I respect that they want to be private and keep to themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, they might feel really weird about this whole situation. I sure, mean, their yeah. family was under the sta- assumption that they're, you know, mm-hmm. That Bob did all this stuff himself and yeah. that's what he told everyone and that's what they believed and who wouldn't believe their family that's and true. Yeah. here you know they've basically been saying well sorry this man that you love <laughs> mm. has been lying to you your whole life you know um, sorry
4: <laughs> yeah. But,
1: yeah you know it's it's gotta be really strange for them and they probably don't not really sure how to deal with it mm. so I fully respect them being private and 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 going through whatever maybe they really don't care also I mean it's yeah. it's all speculation because they are being so private about it yeah so. well, you just have to respect that uh,
6: yeah they, they had nothing to do with creating the lie so yeah, uh, no. yeah that's, that's true,
4: true.
6: <laughs> as I'm watching this documentary there's two. There's two villains, you know, kind of sort of two, uh, you know, two opposing, you know, two forces opposing this Bob Kane and uh, this corporate giant, you know.
4: Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, it's more against. the
1: corporate giant that was the issue, not so much yeah. Bob Kane. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: That was yeah. He's not here yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But, you know but he still
1: truly <laughs> the david and goliath kind of scenario um, especially since you know for so long you're told that it will never get resolved and nobody's willing to do anything and you know it's really a dead subject and why would you even you know why would you even approach it if you've been having that placed upon you for so long yeah right it kind of kind of yeah. makes you think twice about having to actually do something about it but again it always comes back to this is a you know this is history changing and it mm. needs to be the right history not the wrong history yeah.
4: well, and
1: um, everybody needs to know it not just a small group of people <laughs> well, yeah.
0: well you, you yeah. have um you have a legion of fans supporting you and anything you need in terms of you know being getting to a place where you feel it's right with with you know with DC one or whatever because it's you know at every convention social media it's it's everywhere and people know every by, by every day passing they know so it's at the point where you'll always have the support from all of us here uh, until you get to the point where you're comfortable with, with whoever you need to be comfortable in terms of your grandfather and his legacy and what's due right yeah but um but but if you can go back to the film i so many feels in that film and they really uh <laughs> they really did it well but yeah. i think one of the biggest moments was when um they did show the myspace account in uh they showed the, show, the yeah. Bruce Wayne the dog, and I think everyone was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
5: like we're like yes, <laughs> like it was like,
0: the heir to
5: Batman." And like,
1: I get so much crap for naming him Bruce Wayne. Too, <laughs>
5: <you know? laughs> it's, it's perfect, it, and it made it so easy for Mark to find you. As soon as he hit that page <laughs> and he saw my dog Bruce Wayne. It, uh, what other sign did you need that it was you? He,
0: he, Mark Mark could have done this years ago if he would have known about MySpace. He's like he's like going all over the country looking at old phone books. Like, dude, get on MySpace, bro. He yeah, could, could have done
4: it today.
1: Well, again, you know, that's that technology factor. making it easier for people to connect and
5: and yeah. share
1: the knowledge. Yeah,
5: yeah, we're we're all there now, but uh, yeah, back then. Uh, so what this was what. Uh, like 2013 or so then when he uh when he, yeah, tracked he
1: got in touch with me back 2007. in 2007
5: wow. oh yeah yeah oh, that's right that's right yeah it's a while now wow. yeah, this is yeah I, I mean this we're time coming has up gone on by.
1: 10 years ago Whew,
0: so this so, has been this wow. has been a process a battle that's for sure 10 years yeah, so, yeah i don't I even realize well, how I mean, time bit, went by
1: some, it's been a lifetime it's been three lifetimes for me yeah you know?
0: yeah yeah of course
1: Wow. But for the last 10 years is where, you know, it's been really been a huge push, and with Mark and other people like Travis Langley, who actually brought me out into the con circuit, mm. um, and then you know so many other people who really put forth so much effort to make sure that bill's story did get spread yeah i mean there were so many people involved and supported and i love really pushed for this
0: when going seeing you go to like the the, the movie premieres or, or when the girl's doing your makeup i believe it is and and you're talking about mm-hmm. your grandfather and she's like oh that's awesome it's just that was so good to see that was so nice to
1: you well, know it's nice to feel good about it now and have it be a positive experience yeah and something that's can be looked upon positively And not have this dread that, you know, you'll never get recognized. No, he's got it. that was the point.
0: I almost feel like a lot of us might feel the same way. Whereas we we want you to to get the recognition and the love that maybe Bill didn't get while he was here. That that sort of feeling. At least that's what I got from the film. I think I
1: I already am. I mean, the fans have been so awesome. They reach out to me on Twitter and Facebook all the time. Especially since the film came out. Um, you know, just showing their support, thanking us, um, sharing their experiences with, you know, Batman and how Batman's, you know, helps them, influence them, entertain them, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, it's been an amazing experience with the fans. Um, I haven't had any weirdness or creepiness oh, which is nice they're There's just no nerds they though <laughs> <laughs> it's because yeah. they're all nerds <laughs> yeah. it's really been a very positive connection with everyone which is that's yeah that's what, know, what it's all
0: about yeah. i couldn't
1: ask for anything better
0: oh uh, that's great that's, awesome.
5: that's 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 a long time to have been in the spotlight to uh, have not had any uh negative interactions that's really good i, I was looking back through our message thread and it's already been three years since the day that I followed you on Twitter oh, and wow. you followed me back. And then I sent some nerdy message <laughs> about being excited that, that the, the granddaughter of Bill Finger had followed me. And, and even back then you were you were so nice.
1: Well, that's just who I am. I mean, I'm really you know, approachable. I teach, so I'm mm. used to being around a lot of people all the time and i teach math i teach developmental math so i kind of have to bring a little bit of myself to the group Mm. um and i try to be super positive with them because nobody wants to sit in (laughs) pre-algebra You know, (laughs) especially at the college level it's like death for them they're like oh why do i have to do that so i mean i i really try to be as upbeat and and friendly with people as as much as possible because they walk away feeling a little better when you mm. approach them that way, so um, it's just you know I I think it's important to if someone's gonna take the second to send you a message, you should acknowledge them. And say hey, thanks so much. You know, thanks for being a fan or thanks for sharing. I think you should
5: talk like this.
1: To them. <laughs> <laughs> I do not do impressions.
5: Sorry. <laughs> I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Rafael Albuquerque and this is
2: Bat Force Radio.
5: Perfect. Good people of Gotham, this is Bat Force Tom's wife. Thank you for listening to Bat Force Radio. Now will you take the trash out? I
1: God to do it out. Alright, so I have a question for you guys and you can do it in any order that you want, but I wanna know who your favorite Batman is.
0: Um, like in on the movies or in She's
1: given us the lightning round. <laughs>
5: Ooh, wow. I, nice. I, I turn the tables.
4: Oh, oh man, this, this I is like this. this <laughs> is Flip
5: the this is finger royalty, man. <laughs> only only the de- only the the descendant of Bill Finger is that crafty. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> no, um, it could be in any uh, any uh, genre. Oh, okay. Of that uh, one. Wow. Like, I, prefer... I I I have to say uh, Kevin Conroy because uh, from the early '90s, watching the animated series to now, every week when I open a, a new Batman issue, I read every line of Batman dialogue in Kevin Conroy's voice.
1: How mm. can you not? <laughs>
5: mm. Have you yeah. ever met
1: Kevin Conroy? I did. I met him at that um, 75th anniversary yeah. panel yeah. in New York. That's
5: awesome. He was
1: so nice. He's yeah, he's he's, cool so, he's another one that just loves being
5: around the fans yeah. and yeah. and my, my favorite thing about Kevin is he cares you know it's, he it's does. all in-
3: I saw him um, it was this I live in Dallas and okay. they have you know the really big conventions but uh, this was probably about mm, 4 years ago they had this really small convention in like a hotel okay and um I went just for the sole purpose of, of meeting him and uh, listening to a panel that he spoke at and he was so interesting to watch because, you know, he had his signing time at his desk, and then he had to leave to go to his photo booth, photo sessions. Right. And, um, you know, I, I got something signed by him, and I was just walking through the crowd, and uh, he was walking ahead of me. I saw this young kid that had some physical and some mental handicaps approach him, and the kid was like you're batman he just stopped and he was like he looked at conroy and he's like you're batman and conroy just did the whole you know i am the knight i am the the whole speech right in front of him and the kid i mean he was just like "Ah!"
1: he's dying (laughs) it was like goosebumps man it was awesome that is awesome (laughs) see that's somebody who cares that really is Someone who is passionate about something that they're a part of. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he really loves it. Um. Can't <laughs> always say Kevin, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's
1: definitely, I grew up most of that one. I have to say,
3: like, I, you know, Keaton really shaped a lot. That's really one of my first introductions to
1: Batman back then. Okay. So they both came around, like, you know, around the same time, 89, then, like, 92, so. Right. But I have been grabbing the Golden Age Omnibus, and I'm not just saying this just because we have you on tonight, but these stories are out of this world, you know?
0: Yeah. Like,
3: compared mm-hmm. to stuff today, it's like, back then, it's like, oh, my gosh, dude, this is wild.
0: <laughs> is.
3: Jumping yeah. on the huge, oversized typewriters and all that fun stuff.
1: Yeah, dude. wild imagination. Um, pretty original stuff, too, you so know? So original, uh, yeah. It was badass, too. Like, like some of the stuff now, it's like a little more watered down than it was back then.
0: Uh, I'll have to go with, with your grandfather's Batman as well, Golden Age, because I always send these guys screenshots. When I'm reading Golden Age stuff that he wrote, I'm always sending them screenshots. Like, look, you see that story arc that came out in 2004? Bill already wrote it. Look. B- B- bill's batman had guns look bill's did this look bill said dark knight 70 years before frank miller so it is yep. true when, when you go you back say people steal from him all the time it's yeah true. everyone everyone like i always say all roads lead back to bill finger in this industry because it's everywhere and i'm like how, how did he think of this stuff 77 years <laughs> ago seriously it's it's mind-blowing how relevant he it is. he
1: was all about the research i mean he would Go out and he would watch and yeah. observe and write things down and piece it together into an interesting story. He, he did, but, uh, but to think
0: of like, you know, with Jerry Robinson when they created the joke or the Riddler or his Catwoman, his Catwoman back then, there's so much depth to her and it had that eerie like cat mask and she was still a thief, but Batman was still mm-hmm. interested in her and, and that was a great right. angle. Batmobile, Batcave, Gotham City, Commissioner Gordon. It's like extremely creative. It really is and um and well done. So definitely Bill and Gramps. Well, my
3: my moniker is Grandpa Batman. Um and that's kind of a nod to Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns and his whole Dark Knight series. So you know, because okay. in that in that genre he writes about an older Batman that comes back and he's a little bit more grizzled and
4: Right goes a little
3: bit, you know, darker than than previous versions of Batman. So that's where that came from. It's stupid, I know. (laughs) But (laughs) it's embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot imagine how many tags I get on Instagram of people tagging me on photos of their grandfather It's <laughs> ridiculous. It, it's 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 beyond hilarious but I mean it's just like every every day it's like oh my god. But anyway, I go back to Frank Miller's Batman because that was kind of the um you know that's where I kind of got my baptism as a young kid um uh, reading stories because you know I watched the Adam West 66 uh, series and you know, it was campy and funny, and then I'd watch Super Friends and stuff, but yeah. you know, it got me into the character, but when I read Miller's stories, that's when it was like, okay, this is how I see this character. He's he's not goofy, he's not funny. Right, bringing
1: him back to his roots.
3: Bringing him back to his roots, and that's kind of, you know, you know just like what uh, was said earlier, that's his origins, you know, being a creature of the night, being yeah, you know, someone that would intimidate his opponents, just one with his appearance. So, you know, that's what your your grandfather created in the beginning. So, just everything comes full circle.
1: Yeah, it all, does.
0: All roads lead to Bill. We got um, we got a uh,
3: legend. We're to
1: hashtag that.
2: <laughs> hell, <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
4: I have to say my uh,
2: my favorite uh, is Lego rendition Batman. of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely try. like Lego Batman. But uh, my first uh, my first um, uh, rendition of Batman was '66. I would watch the reruns with my dad in the uh, mid to late '80s, and okay. uh, I always had a uh, a uh, special place in my heart for Adam West because it just reminds me of those times that I would watch with my dad. And I actually got to meet Adam uh, sometime last year out here in California, went to an autograph signing, and uh, I got uh, this book that I have all the artists and creators sign. And uh, right after he signs my book, he picks it up, he looks at it, and he says... Now that's worth a lot of money, and it was just—it was just like a perfect line that only Adam West can say.
4: <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: a sweetheart. I got to meet him at the first con I went to in St. Louis. Oh, um,
4: he, no, he, he got so to nice. meet
1: He really is. He was very <laughs> welcoming to meet me, and very appreciative, and and not, um, you know hollywood stuffy and any way, which was really nice
3: yeah he knows who's paying his mortgage
4: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. right.
1: no it's true i mean you gotta know who is you know putting the pennies in your pocket you gotta treat them a certain way or they're not gonna give you their pennies that's right
6: hmm? who's that right Grump, yeah i think uh, my my favorite uh version of batman is uh gotta be the grant morrison uh era batman yeah um, he actually you know pulled a lot of uh story beats from your your grandfather's uh stories and modernized some of them and uh, i do it was just a, a great run and my favorite run in my uh, I've actually industry. read a
1: few of those. Um, I've tried to read a little more when I have like a moment, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, those are really like those are different. They're really gritty and 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 kind of kind of gory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little, a little out there. Like, I'm, I'm definitely into the horror genre, and and so I it was an interesting. Take on it for sure. So much out it's, there. It's ridiculous. Well, I mean, he has so many different titles, and then he has done so many crossovers. And yeah,
0: then, tons. And you even, know, even with like, the lamps.
1: He's done so much. <laughs> so,
0: th- what does royalty say about who her favorite. Bat version of Batman is.
1: <laughs> wow. Um, oh, you knew that was my, coming. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. But depending on the day, it changes. Yeah. That's yeah, the problem. That's, that's true. <laughs>
3: Definitely George Clooney, right? <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, with the man nipples. It's yeah. <laughs> 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 Definitely Batman.
5: Every, every, everyone always talks about the fact that Clooney's Batman suit had nipples. No one ever talks about the fact that Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze costume had nipples on it, too. Uh, they all had a nipples. Given. <laughs> Except for Batgirl. Batgirl, no nipples. <laughs> yeah. Then they'd have to cover them up.
4: Well, I yeah. They oh, did have come nipples. That, that <laughs>
2: nipples actually coming through. <laughs> uh,
4: oh,
1: well, okay. So, um, I, I have a fond... Fond... <laughs> fine Michael Keegan, passion.
0: Oh, <laughs> nice. Find oh, Re- very nice. I had like
1: a, a total crush on him when that movie came oh. out. I was like, oh my god, it's Mr. <laughs> all, and he's got it. Oh, we all shit. Did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We all do. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Keaton's legend. Yeah.
1: He is. I, and um, I would have to say after that, um, it was definitely Kevin. I mean, nice. the animated series mm. was an amazing series. That's Put so it mature, right yeah. back to where it was supposed to be after having, like, the Super Friends and mm. the Justice League and all of those yeah. silly 60s and 70s cartoons oh. and the Adam West tv show it it really brought it back to what it was supposed to be which is darker and grittier you you
0: are 120 percent right man that's royalty fellas you see that's the it's like the (laughs) voice of god (laughs) And, and
5: and they can they can make everything dark now i don't know if you catch wind of many things that are coming down the pipe before they come out but we're on the verge of a crossover comic coming out uh, written by Tom King, who is writing the main Batman comic right now. He's okay. writing a crossover comic between Batman and Elmer Fudd. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I guarantee you it's going to be dark and twisted. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you just believe
4: my mind. Wow, Okay.
0: Um, what, did, what did you think about um, Batman versus Superman and, and Ben Affleck's Batman
1: Okay I get that asked that all the time I, can imagine. Um, <laughs> I think he did a great job I mm. think he's a yeah. great Batman I think he did a great job as Bruce Wayne yeah. Um, yeah. You know Not every actor who's Taken on that role has been able to fill Both shoes That's well, true. Sometimes <laughs> they're stronger still. as Batman Versus <laughs> the Bruce Wayne and vice versa mm. um, I think He really did a, a great job playing both personas mm. um as far as the movie itself it was entertaining um mm. they put a lot into the movie like a lot of information <laughs> a lot of storylines <laughs> um a lot of stuff that was crammed into it yeah. um I know that they were setting things up for the Justice League and they're building up to that that's coming out this year so but I mean as far as like not being a true like that nerd that knows like all the stories and stuff. I thought it was entertaining. I mean, it was a superhero movie. It's supposed to entertain you.
0: So your name is Athena. And, um, I think in two weeks we get our first wonder woman movie. Yeah. Any interest in in seeing that?
1: Oh, of course. Uh, I've always had a love for the character. Um, I grew up watching Linda Carter as Wonder Woman and wanting to be Wonder Woman and spinning around when she would spin her out, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, she, that she was did a, a lot great... of her
0: stunts too, like hanging off of helicopters and stuff. It was pretty wild.
1: Yeah, yeah. she was, she kicked ass. <laughs> she really did. And, you know, I like the way they portrayed the character in the uh, Batman versus Superman. And mm. um, I'm really excited to see the film. Yeah. So. Yeah, I can't wait. It was a long time coming, and she needed to have a film come out long time ago. I know. But, and, uh, they're also talking about like a Batgirl
0: movie now, and uh, it's just so so many. They have so many plans. So out.
1: many different ones that they're gonna spin off
4: yeah. off
1: of the one title now because they they're competing with Marvel. Marvel's you know doing such a great job with all of their characters. Mm,
0: yeah, they gotta That they
1: in. have to compete. If yeah. They want to stay in the game.
0: I think um, I think once DC gets his rhythm in the, in the movie universe, they're gonna they're gonna do amazing things once they get you know really I, get. Comfortable.
1: They have such huge potential, especially coming off of the Chris Nolan series, and and that was mm. just done so right. Mm. Um, so I mean, they can get it right, and they have gotten it right. It's just getting the right people together you know it, it takes a lot of people to put those things together and if, if all the pieces aren't jiving it's gonna it's not gonna jive on the screen very well and it's not gonna be accepted so well,
0: well at least they finally got the credits right you know that's the first step <laughs> give the,
1: yes, you
0: know yes. yes. <laughs> give those credits <laughs> mr bill finger
2: <laughs> just imagine a batman movie like this year or next year written by bill finger how that would be
1: it would be it would be really cool to see them take one of his storylines and and turn it into something
0: oh he had
4: some
2: he
0: had some amazing dark and clever things you know he, he wrote this story batman's on the roof fighting thugs but he got he has to get to the main mastermind so the cops come to the roof and what batman does is he pretends he's in charge of the heist so batman knows that they'll put that in the paper they'll publish batman being the bad guy so the crime boss will get complacent thing in there after Batman, and that's how Batman moves in on the crime boss. This is stuff right. your grandfather wrote. I'm like, this is brilliant. Like, he, he really mm. thought this through. I was like, wow. Yeah. You know, This is better than a lot of writers today. And we have some damn good writers today, but, jeez, that was just... Excellent writing,
4: and
5: well, and there there was uh, there was an episode of the animated series where they squeezed in some credit to him. Uh, the episode right, Legends of the Dark like Knight. Right,
1: there was like Finger Street or something like that, and there well, was but even
5: even at the beginning of it, it said uh, something along the lines of uh, with acknowledgments to the work of Bill Finger, Frank Miller, and. I can't remember who else's name it said. Uh, but yeah, it, it was well, cool to, <laughs> to look back and see his name in there as well.
1: Yeah, um, I'm going to have to see if I can find a screenshot of that. I'd like to see it.
0: Yeah, our, <laughs> our friend Scott Snyder who writes a lot of the Batman stuff now, um, he, he, he recently did a run called All-Star Batman, uh, My Worst Enemy. And there's a, a, a big moving truck in it that's part of the story. And it says uh-huh. BF B- on it. And we were all like teasing like, oh, BF, does that mean Bat Force, Bat Force? He's like, nah, maybe guys. it means Bill Finger. And we were like, oh, okay, that's cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so,
1: I know that a lot of the artists try to give him props somewhere in mm. their work because they, they know that they wouldn't be doing what they love to do with the character if Bill hadn't mm. created such a universe for them to play in, yeah. you know?
0: yeah he's laid the foundation down so what, what kind more? of photography do you do
1: um i do a little bit of everything um i do a lot of landscape i've done a lot of um, portrait work um i've done photo shoots for friends of mine that are models and and actors and things like that Headshots, model shots i do a wide variety i grew up doing photography i the first time i had a camera put in my hands i was 10 nice. and i kind of ran from it since then um so, uh, I've been doing a little more of that, along with um, painting. So, but it's all time-consuming. It's hard to get out there and, and go shoot. Mm. So. especially with kids. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you um, ever
3: take photos of Legos? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, what, that's I actually, I you know, what's so funny is when my son was like, I don't know, maybe I want to say maybe six, maybe five or six. He and I made a little movie. Oh, wow! with Legos. I will wow. have to say it was the cutest thing. It was like a reenactment <laughs> of Jaws because my son was obsessed with that movie for like three <laughs> nice. years and watched it every day religiously.
4: <laughs> wow.
1: So we had to like reenact it and, and videotape it with the Legos and stuff. <laughs>
4: <laughs> like
3: stop motion? Yeah. Yeah, That's, awesome. That's awesome. That's oh, cool. <laughs> awesome. Yep. You just
2: earned ten cool points in my book. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like the worst thing ever, but it's so cute because Ray, and I did it together. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Are there any plans for you to return to San Diego Comic Con?
1: I've been trying. Um, it, I can go out to San Diego anytime because the Bill Singer Award is presented every year there. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I mean, it's crazy out there. It's expensive to find a place to stay and mm. flying out there, and it's it's a big it's a big to do. I I would like to get out there again, making it all happen the right way. So I'm hoping next year that we'll be able to pull that together so that we can do another celebration for Bill. You're down in Florida, right? so that's uh yes.
0: oh it must be so hot down there right now <laughs> oh, oh it's beautiful is it really? I, I yeah. this,
1: oh i love the heat so oh,
0: well you i don't know that florida heat it doesn't cool down in the evening though i couldn't i'm
5: I, i'm i'm in what canada like and in i'm complaining about the heat right now <laughs> Yeah.
0: Maybe it's the humidity that uh that gets me. Yeah, but I'm
1: from Boston. I I know what it's like to be in New England. Oh, <laughs> it's <okay>. not fun. <laughs> That's why I live in Florida.
3: <laughs> what kind of pizza do they have in Fort Lauderdale? Then, because pizza. Yeah, yeah. Because well, we're big foodies too, and oh, uh,
1: um, you know, there's a couple places. Um, it's I've been down here for 17 plus years now, and. uh <laughs> it took me a long time to find good food down here, coming from Boston in the New York area.
4: Yeah. and mm-hmm. I'm I'm
1: convinced that it's the the water is very different down here. There's a lot of sulfur in the water, mm. so I think it it messes with a lot of the doughs. Like it's hard to find a good bagel down here. It's hard to find, you know, really good pizza down here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yep, that's what um, someone from New York told me is the secret to the pizza is the water, just like what you yes. were saying. Yeah, yes. So, so is the Cuban nice food really good it. down there?
1: Uh, if you're in Hialeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I've
4: had it. It's good. Um, you
1: know, you would think with the abundance of Cubans that live in South Florida that there would be like amazing places everywhere, but it, it, they're really not. It's very mm-hmm. strange. Hmm, yeah. There's some good places, though. Mm-hmm. If you come down, I'm sure I could find a place to take you to if you really want some Cuban food. Mm-hmm. Oh, cheers.
4: There you go. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We'll just we'll just have to bring down water and a local pizzeria. There some good
1: there's so many other good things other than pizza, you guys, I promise.
6: Mm. Oh more I'm pizza. <laughs> oh, I don't know
4: about that. <laughs> tacos. Tacos. Oh brisket.
1: Like he loves tacos. <laughs>
0: tacos. Well I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot of good fish places or seafood places, like in Florida. Uh,
1: Um, a few that's the other thing you would think that there'd be an abundance of really good seafood restaurants no Uh. oh mercy (laughs) it's weird it's very strange but you know again there are a lot of really good places to go down here it's just not what you would traditionally think of as like a cuban place or a seafood place Mm. it's usually like a mishmash
3: yeah and i'm And I'm guessing no good barbecue.
1: Oh, there's good barbecue down here. Oh, I'm in uh, the south.
0: (laughs) South South. (laughs) (laughs) Grabs is a true Texan. He's asking about that barbecue. Grabs can get the grand tour when he
3: goes
1: over there. i Texas, okay? I've never been, so all I know is the East Coast. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) East Coast. Oh, well, hopefully (laughs) you'll
3: come to a a Dallas convention or Houston sometime.
1: I would love to. Um,. You know, if that's a short me.
3: flight for you.
1: Yeah, it's not that bad. I've stopped in Dallas before.
0: Mm. Yeah well he, here's something we usually ask our guests. What is your favorite kind of M&M? Regular what's peanut, my... pretzel. Sorry, what's M&M. your favorite kinds of M&M? Oh, M&M? Peanut. Yeah. Nice.
1: <laughs> so take, oh, yeah. Right. oh come on. yeah. Take that, that out, like, I would get, like, the oversized bag, and that would be my dinner God. <laughs> <in a night. laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, those are so good. <laughs> Legos and m <M&Ms>. and <laughs> oh. You have your big bottle of water and you got your bag of M. Come on. You got Look. chocolate, you got protein, it's all good. <laughs>
5: the <laughs> the you say that. You <laughs> Three food. You got your peanut, you got your water, and you got your chocolate. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, Athena, thank you thank you so much for coming on. I uh
4: yes. like, Of
0: course. Yeah, we, we knew you'd be awesome and as nice as you are, but it, I know you might hear this often too, but it, it means more to us than you can might understand. Like just to, to talk to you, we're so glad things are, are starting to work out more and more with um with Bill's legacy. And uh, as far as we're concerned, and the legion of fans, you'll you'll always have our support and friendship and and whatever you need. You know, in terms of Bill or anything in general.
5: So we well,
1: to... I appreciate it. And without the fans, we wouldn't have the bat that we have today. So. I thank the fans every day. The fans.
5: And we thank you. Uh, we all had a great time tonight, and we hope that you did as well.
1: Oh, for sure. Thanks so much again. Hey, Gotham Dwellers. Make sure to stop everything right now and subscribe to Batforce Radio. We can be found on iTunes and SoundCloud. Don't miss out. Guaranteed to satisfy all of your Batman and DC needs.